You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Hey, how's it going, everybody? As you know, OFNT is recorded and produced in the studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility. It's kind of chilly in the old studios today. I guess winter is finally setting in. Can't complain. It's almost mid-December. Well, it's the first week of December anyway, and uh, not bad weather, really, what we used to get. Let's start off with some corrections. I must apologize for the last episode. The audio at the beginning had me sounding as if I had a speech impediment. Dry mouth will do that for you. There were also a couple of bad edits and that probably left you confused. Oh, and actor Johnny Depp was kicked off the Amazing Beast series, not the Amazing Creature series of movies. This is what happens when you rush things out. I promise to try and do better. Thanks for your patience. We'll start off with some tech news. Remember the Trump administration's ban on the app TikTok? That occurred back in August of this year, and you'd figure it was a done deal. Supposedly, a U.S.-based company would be used to hold the data that that app vacuums up, the idea being to keep the CCP's hands off it. Oracle and Walmart were supposedly going to team up and run the U.S. version of the service. Well, according to PCMag.com, nothing has happened and the data TikTok sucks up is still merrily making its way to communist-controlled servers. A new deadline for the sale of the app had been given. That new date was December 4th, and the previous date was November 27th. 
which of course means that both dates have come and gone. Instead, ByteDance, the app's owner, has filed litigation to stop the ban. The case is scheduled to be heard on December 14th. I guess ByteDance, the Chinese owners of the app, are stalling until the Biden administration comes in. We should have followed India's lead and just banned the app outright. Bloomberg.com reports that the United Kingdom has decided to ban new installations of mobile equipment manufactured by the CCP-controlled Huawei for the nation's mobile networks after September 1st, 2021. While good news, it still lets mobile operators install and use this backdoor-ridden equipment on their respective networks for another eight months. This move is being interpreted as a measure to somewhat satisfy hardliners in their government who want to completely ban Huawei equipment from the UK's mobile network. Germany, however, will allow Huawei to be included in its 5G network build-out. I guess they figure the Biden administration is in China's pocket, so there will be no cutoff of shared intelligence. One step forward, two steps back. With the great possibility that I and others will find ourselves working from home in the near future, a good webcam is a must. The webcams that come with the current Macs, which I use, especially my old iMac, are, how should I put this, crap. At the beginning of the pandemic, the price for proven good models from companies such as Logitech were first sold out everywhere, and then when they came back in stock, quadrupled in price. I bet you'd figure by now things would have calmed down with prices back to reasonable levels. Well, we all figured wrong. While prices aren't as high as they were, they're still higher than most people are willing to pay. Especially me. I mean, masks, touchless thermometers, and most other items hit by the pandemic have returned to normal prices. Webcams from reputable companies haven't. You'd think that by now, supply would have caught up with demand and prices would come down to reasonable levels. Just saying. Speaking of which, the video conferencing app Zoom has again reported triple-digit growth over the last quarter, with a whopping 329% growth in revenue. This is according to NBCNewYork.com. Shares in the company were down, however, due to the increase of the price of server space. Personally, I wouldn't trust this company for mission essential uses because though it is technically a U.S.-based company, the Zoom app software was written in China, and when it first launched, those host servers were located there too. If I were required to work from home, I'd be using my organization's provided software, which is Microsoft Teams. After I retire, I would like to use FaceTime, Apple's built-in video chat service, for this type of function. Unfortunately, FaceTime comes up short in features. The most glaring one is that there is no option for a backdrop. This is strange because FaceTime's predecessor, which I can't recall what, what its name was, had this feature. You would think that with the current pandemic, Apple would have been all over this market. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Google Meet is not a contender for me because with that company's track record with chat and video conferencing apps, you'd be foolish to invest in Meet. Google has the habit of dropping these types of apps 
at the blink of an eye. Hey, remember Hangouts? No! According to AndroidPolice.com and the TFL or the TFI Global YouTube channel, the nation of India has banned a further 41 Chinese-based apps. I wish our leaders had the cojones to do something like this. I mean, look how hard it's been just to ban TikTok. Engadget.com reports that the company Salesforce, which supplies cloud services for businesses, has bought the real-time messaging company Slack for $27.7 billion. It's the most expensive acquisition Salesforce has made. Slack is a business messaging system that has been facing increasing competition from Microsoft's Teams app. I guess Salesforce will use this acquisition for real-time relaying of customer data. When Slack was new, I attempted to set up a team amongst my fellow shift mates because we all worked in different parts of the building and had no reliable means of communication. I had no takers. I guess no one really wanted to talk to each other. Rumors are abounding of an Apple announcement next week. I predict AirTags and AirPod Studio are inbound. Time will tell. Tech I'm using. With all this talk of working from home swirling around me and others lately, it's important to have strong and reliable internet service. Until last week, I had possessed that type of internet. My provider is the local cable television service provider, Optimum. Though expensive, it has been rock solid over the last 20, 20 years. I average 350 down and 30 up, which is more than enough for my uses. You know, just streaming video and uploading audio files mostly. Well, this area experienced a storm last week, resulting in some wires being down, which resulted in my internet speed to fall to 200 down and, get this, 0.8 up. I could still stream videos, but I couldn't upload anything. Of course, I contacted my provider, who walked me through the troubleshooting steps, you know, Unplug the Ethernet cord, reset the modem, etc. When this failed to resolve the problem, a service call was scheduled, and I was to be charged $80 for it. You know, this used to be included with your account at no charge. Well, my internet speeds eventually returned to normal, and I'm hoping they stay that way. I canceled the service appointment, but this experience has made me lose a little bit of trust in my provider. Being retired from the military, I was trained to always have at least one backup of everything. To my lovely wife's chagrin, I still practice that. I have two blood pressure monitors, two thermometers, two microphones. Yeah, you get the picture. I have no backup to the internet, though, but I guess I could use my phone as a hotspot in emergencies. Well, in less than 19 days, I'm hoping Santa Claus will bring me some new tech to play with. We'll just have to wait and see. Entertainment news. The video streaming app Pluto, which I'm a big fan of, has added a Showtime channel. This will air that service's original series. Of course, the channel will also have ads, but hey, what do you want for free? And if you didn't know, Pluto is a free video streaming service that features a channel for just about anyone's taste. 
This edition just continues to improve this service. I've recommended Pluto in many previous episodes. And if you're a youngster just going out on your own or a retiree who wants to cut expenses, you can have all the entertainment you need, albeit with ads, without spending money on pricey subscriptions. I wish I had this option when I was first starting out. It would have saved me a boatload of money. YouTube TV, the Google streaming television service, has lost yet another sports channel, according to Gizmodo.com. The tennis channel will no longer be carried as of last week. I had YouTube TV as my television service until they dropped the Yes Network and the Fox regional sports channels. There have been no price decreases for YouTube TV, though, and it makes me wonder how many subscribers have bailed like I have. I currently use Hulu Live as my television service, and upon checking my channel lineup, I noticed that they have also dropped the Yes Network as well as the Fox Regional channels, but they did it quietly. Now I'll be searching for a new provider before the next baseball season. These streaming television services started with such promise, but pricing has just gotten out of hand. We might witness a migration back to cable television if this keeps up. The entertainment giant Warner Media has announced that they will release all new 2021 movies simultaneously to movie theaters and their streaming service, HBO Max. Disney has previously done this, but charged a fee for watching on the company's streaming service, Disney Plus, something Warner will not do on their HBO Max service. This is the future, in my opinion, as the post-pandemic world emerges. Not charging will be a boon to new subscribers, I guess they hope that happens, and keep existing subscriber numbers stable. I myself subscribe to HBO Max and look forward to this. Holly Weird has been very quiet after their boy Biden appears to have been elected as the next president. I'm sure we can look forward to glowing comments about his administration on that sewer of a social media app, Twitter, and its cousin Facebook. Maybe now they can get back to being the extremely well-paid empty vessels that they are and stop trying to tell the rest of us how to live our lives. <laughs> That'll never happen. Podcast news. Seems there was an outage of podcast hosts the day before the U.S. holiday of Thanksgiving. The culprit seems to have been Amazon Web Services, and the host affected the most was the largest, Anchor.fm. These things happen from time to time, and the problem was fixed within hours. Guess I should be glad I recently moved another show I host from Anchor. Maybe the web service market needs some more major players. I received an email from Broadcast Supply Warehouse, BSW, advertising that the legendary microphone, the Electrovoice RE20, now comes in the color black. This is a much better option than the gray-green color has been since, I guess, the 1960s. I also noticed that the price of this model of microphone has gone up $50, no matter what color you buy. I'd like to somehow borrow or rent one of these mics to see how my voice sounds on it. Maybe someday. Podnews.net is reporting that the recent deletion of an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast 
which featured the guest Alex Jones, which at first was attributed to an error, was in fact deleted by an activist employee at Spotify, who, if you didn't know, are the exclusive platform for that popular show. I hope that employee was fired. This action emphasizes the current climate in our society. If we don't agree with your opinion, we'll cancel slash delete you. These so-called activist employees are based mostly in New York City and previously threatened to walk out unless they were given given editorial control over the Rogan show. I think that happened last month. Spotify management balked and the walkout never happened. Too bad. I think Spotify would have been better off without these employees. What gets me is the audacity of these people who want to decide and control what you hear and ultimately think. Can you say communist anyone? Or, in this case, is it everyone? I can't see Mr. Rogan staying on that platform after his contract is up. He was warned but was confident that he could continue his show without censorship from the company. In this case, I'm sure it was one of those so-called woke employees, the type that seems to be infiltrating all major corporations. Take, for example the disastrous anti-male advertising campaign launched by Gillette last year. That one cost the company a cool $80 billion with a B dollars. As I've said in previous episodes, I'll be reviewing the numbers I get on Spotify and make a decision on whether I keep this show on that service by the new year. Apple has revealed that the podcast Code Switch is their podcast of the year. Code Switch is produced by National Public Radio, my friend NPR, and though I've never listened to it, I'm sure it shares the same production standards as its sister shows. That means no de-esser, which translate into a lot of hissing sounds coming from one or more condescending hosts. I wish listeners would tire of this woke subject matter and production value and break the monopoly NPR has on podcasts in this country for some reason. According to Variety.com, Amazon is in talks to acquire a podcast production company and network Wondery for $300 million. Wondery generates most of its profits from ads and launched a subscription service this past year. I guess Amazon wants an outfit that can produce content for them and then make it exclusive to their platform. Well, just another sign of the times. Big companies buying up independent podcast networks at an alarming rate. It makes you wonder if there will be any independent podcast networks available within the next few years. I'd wager you probably have people founding podcast networks with the main goal of being snapped up by these conglomerates for a tidy profit. As I'm speaking... Spotify is claiming that the company is dominating podcasting thanks to the million small podcasts it hosts, most of them originating from Anchor.fm, the free podcast host that they bought a couple of years ago. Well, it could be right. I used Anchor to launch a couple of shows, one of which is now defunct, and I moved the other one over to my current host, Captivate.fm. I immediately saw an increase in listenership for the one I moved. Why? Well, my new host lets you distribute your show to many more platforms than Anchor, thus making it available to more listeners around the world. 
I recommend Anchor if you're just starting out and don't want to invest much money into podcasting. It's a great place to try out ideas you have for shows or just a place to practice your craft. Who knows, in the future, I might use them again. Hey, it's time for my rant. If it isn't obvious to you by now, you'll be forced to take a COVID-19 vaccination at some point in time. Now, the U.S. government won't force you to take it per se, but the government doesn't have to. If you want to be able to travel, shop, or even work, you'll have to show proof that you've been vaccinated. As I've said before, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, as they call them. I believe COVID is real, lately evidenced by two family members who have contracted the virus. I just don't like the fact that the powers that be are basically forcing you to get vaccinated. The type of vaccinations they will be administering also has me concerned. Besides the rush to market without the usual testing periods, all three of the available vaccines will alter your DNA. You know, DNA, the basic building block of your body. The AstraZeneca version uses chimpanzee DNA to deliver instructions to alter your DNA, while the Pfizer and Moderna versions use RNA to alter your DNA. I don't know about you, but the part that has me worried is the altering your DNA part. If you can, I'd wait for the old proven type of vaccination, the one that is based on dead or weakened viruses. That would provoke your body's immune system to develop a defense against the virus without the altering of DNA or anything. I'll leave you with that. Well, episode 56 is now official. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you want. Tell me what you like and dislike. I'd love hearing from you. So be safe. See you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, can you guys really do me a favor? Get off my lawn. I'm out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.